Hi there, my name is Tegan Steinmetz, and I want to give you another warm welcome to my podcast, You're Already Everything. I hope you are doing well at whatever time you're listening to this, and I hope your December has been off to a great start, which is crazy to say that it is already December of 2022, which is what I'm going to be talking about today, but it is really crazy that 2022 is already nearing an end. Part of me feels like it just started yesterday, and part of me also feels like this has been a really long year. So a little bit of both. But I hope we can all agree that it's been a crazy year of growth and learning, because that's at least what it has been for me. So whether you consider your year to be good, bad, I hope you can take a moment and reflect and find a lot of good things through the bad. Although there might have been a lot of things that stick out to you as bad events or unfortunate things, I hope you can consider the lessons you learned from them and hopefully the better person you became through them. I also want to say I hope I don't sound too bad. I'm still recovering from sickness and I can barely even hear because I have like two ear infections still going. (laughs) So I hope like I can't even like listen to myself talk like re-listening to this because I don't know if I like sound normal or not because I'm like I don't even know if I can hear right so I hope this is okay and I don't sound too stuffy and sick because I honestly I can't tell. The purpose of this episode is to talk about what I'm calling like quote decluttering December and how I'm gonna go about using the entire month to reflect, declutter, and prepare myself for a fresh new year of 2023. Because, of course, obviously I believe in like New Year's resolutions and all that, but I don't think they should be just kind of slapped together on December 31st or whatever. I think it kind of is a month-long process. I mean, we've just had 11 months of a lot of happening, um, and so I think there's a lot more reflection and time that needs to be considered into trying to start the year, the next year on a fresh note. So this episode is also going to require a lot of reflection on your end, I hope. I'm going to ask some questions and answer them for myself, but I hope that get, like prompts your thinking a little bit and hopefully you're willing to reflect on your year a little bit and give some of this some thought as you're also going through December and preparing for new year. So to begin, and I touched on this a little bit earlier, but like think, like you might have to pause this a couple times because I'm not really going to really stop, but, uh, or like this can at least get you thinking and you can like reflect or journal about this on another time. But first, like think of your 2022 as a whole, like what was good that stuck out to you? What was bad? I'm sure they're like, like for me at least, very key events that like pop right into my head and I want you to like think about yourself like your January 1st self and then look at yourself now like would that January 1st self be proud of you what have you changed about your January 1st self like these are just questions that maybe you can reflect on at another time or like pause and think about for a minute at least for me I can say that my January 1st self would be, like, I think insanely proud of 
what I dealt with this year and what I learned about myself and other people, what I struggled through and not just struggled through, but like years of like struggling perseverance to get to where I am today, which is I think finally like back to myself, which I haven't been in a few years, if that makes sense. And that goes, that extends to like my mindset and how I approach life daily. I lost that for a few years. That goes in the pool. I'm finally back to being myself. And it's not like I ever lost the love of swimming because my, I would have quit. I mean, I've had years of not doing well. And I finally, this year, I mean like end of the summer and this year right now, like I've been finally back to a lot of myself and I can get into that in a completely other podcast talk because I can really dive into all of that and going through kind of a slump and trying to get out of it and whether swimming, you know, like if like continuing a sport or X, Y, and Z, I can, I'll get into that a separate time because that's a lot to unpack there. But overall, I can say for myself that like I don't even know if January me would even recognize me today, you know, just like as such a different person and life that I lead now. And my value of myself is so beyond what it was on January 1st. The things I tolerate today, the things that I put up with other people or will not put up with, like, I know my worth finally again. And so I think hopefully you can say the same too. And if you don't, we can take those steps. I can, you know, I'll talk about all that and hopefully you can get on your way to knowing your worth again and, and protecting your peace, even though like you do want to sacrifice for others. You've got to, you've got to know your worth first. Anyways, that was kind of a tangent for a minute, but So another question that I've been reflecting about is what have you changed about your lifestyle that has impacted your life for the better or the worse? These could be like maybe healthy or unhealthy decisions that you make in your life with people or other things or things that like you used to do that you kind of gave up or like let yourself slack off on that maybe isn't helping you work to be your best self or work towards your goals. So maybe you can reflect on that a little bit. And with that comes the question, how can you change these things for the better and maybe getting yourself a little bit back on track to maybe goals that you have that, you know, those things are prohibiting you from. Um, Just one example has to do with school for me. I mean, this can go anything. This can be like a sport, the classroom, other things, social activities, this can be anything, but for me, I know school has been really hard for me, and, like, finding motivation, I guess that's, you know, that's natural for seniors and all that, I get that, but even so, it's been really hard for me to just want to sit down and get work done, um, so I think a habit that I need to start bringing back is just making myself sit down and get things done, because as soon as I get on the grind, it's okay, and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of you, Once you kind of get going, you can do it, but it's just like getting going. So that's at least something that I struggle with that I need to get back to is building those like good study habits and and work ethic habits around school. (laughs) Another thing is definitely my self-talk. 
and mindset that like really affects my like self-confidence and that can be really on and off but just trying to make that as consistent as possible with being positive about myself and others that's something that I need to continue working on as always and so the last question a little bit kind of aligns with all of them but like Consider the the decisions that you make in your life. And this is going to prompt, like, kind of the following things I talk about. But the not only decisions that you make with your personal life, but also the people that you are around and situations you put yourself in or find yourself in, do those things align with the ultimate version of yourself that you want to become? Like, if you have some, some goals for yourself or... And this can, once again... I don't want to, like, set this to, you know, solely a sport or, like, school or anything. But just in general, hopefully all of you have a vision of yourself a little bit. Like, it doesn't have to be with what you want to do with your life or where you're going to be in 10 years or any of that. But at least I hope you have a visual, a little bit of an outline of, like, this is who I want to be a little bit. And I don't mean, like, career. I don't mean any of that. I mean, like, who do you want to be as a person what qualities do you want people to like about you? Like, that kind of thing. Um, maybe that also includes, like, what things have you accomplished or qualities that you have that make you respectable as a person. And so I hope all of you guys have at least considered that in your life so that you are actively working to be that ultimate version of yourself. With all that being said, welcome to Decluttering December, where I hope you can use this month to physically emotionally and mentally declutter your life so that you can enter 2023 with ultimate peace and that's one thing I forgot to mention in all of this I want to talk about protecting your peace a little bit and the cost of your peace and surrounding yourself with great people and having great times but also making sure that you're protecting your peace through all of that First, I'm going to talk about more the concrete ideas of, you know, physically decluttering your life. This may seem like a bit of a chores list in a sense, but I hope you can maybe view it as not a chores list and more of a clearing the spaces that you live and interact in kind of that will like help you in other aspects of your life. I mean, in a way, like emotionally cleansing yourself and mentally cleansing yourself, which I'll get to later. That is, in a sense, you know, also clearing things out. It's just in a different way. So hopefully this doesn't come off as too much of a chores list, and instead you can look at it as just cleaning some things out. So, and for me, this is looking like activities to do over break. Um, I know this is just a really crazy time for all of you students out there and athletes, um, You know, I'm going to juniors this week, and I know there's the big running nationals last week, so I know it's a lot of moving parts right now, but at least I'm going to talk about this now so you can start brainstorming or, like, considering some of these things before you get to break if you want to participate in some of this. But for me, I probably won't get to most of these things until break just because life is pretty crazy. But obviously, I'm still going to talk about them now. So some of the first things, obviously, is just like the basic clean out of your room and your bathroom. And my parents are divorced, so it's kind of a double process for me. 
which can be a little bit frustrating because, you know, it's like that feeling of like you just cleaned out your whole room, but then also knowing you still have a whole other house to do. So if you relate to that one, I apologize. And hopefully you can find the energy to to be consistent at both houses with this. But that would be my first thing is just going through everything in your room. Like just take a day, schedule a few hours to just get a few trash bags and just go through everything. And if you don't use it or you haven't used it and like it's still hard for you to throw away kind of thing. I like to take pictures of things because it makes it still feel like I can still remember it and everything. But I know that I don't really use it and it's not really worth it for me to keep around. So if that helps you. Just remember, you can always take pictures of things. That helps, gives me a little peace of mind. Another thing that I really think you should consider is cleaning out your phone. And I'll also do another podcast probably at some point on on being on your phone and social media and all of those impacts. But cleaning out your phone, I think, will hopefully help you be a little bit more productive in the future. I know, like, for me, one of the huge things is emails and, like, every college emailing me. Like, there's no tomorrow. And I'm like, I already know where I'm going to college. I do not need a thousand emails a day about every single college I swear that exists. So one thing that I have been trying to do is that every once in a while when these things come up and I have, like, two minutes, I'll try and unsubscribe from some of those emails. So that would be one thing about cleaning out your phone. The second thing would be just getting rid of apps that maybe don't serve a purpose anymore or maybe have negative purpose and are really, you know, unproductive. And I'll have a talk about that another time. But a third thing would be take a few minutes and go through your text messages. I know I'm really awful about this sometimes. Anyone listening to this that knows me knows, I'm sure. I'm awful at getting back to people. And it's I'm in, a, I'm in a phase right now where I hate my phone and I want to throw it away. And I wish, you know, I was born in a generation of no phones. And with that, like, comes all just, like, I don't respond to people for days. And I, it's nothing against anyone. And I'm sure you probably relate to this. But I just, I don't know. Sometimes I hate, like, I'm obviously on my phone. But I hate being on my phone. And that's a cycle I'm trying to learn about breaking right now. So I'll be talking about that at some point. But take a few minutes if you're like me and you know unfortunately don't respond to some people for days take some time and just go through all those messages and reply to people another thing this kind of goes with the cleaning of the room but go through your closet if you don't wear it or won't see yourself wearing it put in a pile to donate or throw it away if it's not of wearable use anymore but donate if you can obviously and that will give you some declutterment there as well Further, I want you to consider more areas than just your room that you live in or interact in. For me, at my dad's house, I like I, I have a desk. We have like a whole office. Well, it's become Tanner's second room now, but <laughs> I have this desk in there, and that's where I used to do work. But I got burnt out of doing work there, and now I work downstairs on this little table. But that table gets pretty messy, so cleaning off that table, getting rid of things there will be something I do. Vice versa, at my mom's house, I also have a desk in my room, but I do not work there anymore because I'm also burned out of working there. Like, for whatever reason, I always need to, you know, change up the working spaces. So if you find yourself unproductive in, like, an unproductive routine at some spaces that you normally work at, I really consider finding a new place 
a neutral new place to work and that has really helped me over the years so at my mom's house I also work in the dining room in our dining room table which she gets really annoyed about because I like have all my papers there but I'm like I'm sorry like I just can't work in my room anymore and I I should do a better job about keeping that dining room table a little bit neater even though no one ever comes over but anyways that's a whole other conversation but if you are feeling burnt out of a place especially going into finals weeks in a few if this relates to you um I would consider trying to find another place if that's like a library or somewhere else in your house that can be really like motivating for me at least is just a fresh place to work that's not like influenced by your like normal unproductive habits that you maybe fall into further clean out your backpack especially after like finals and all that make sure you like either get rid of papers you don't need or keep things that you will want for the future clean out that backpack all those gum wrappers in there you know (laughs) um and also your car if you drive a car I know a lot of like your some of you are like pretty good about maybe cleaning your car out often I know I I'll like go weeks without it and then like it just like I never get the chance so I'll definitely be taking a full clean out of my car over break um and that feels really nice get that vacuum cleaner out go to that car place treat yourself to a little car wash it'll make you feel a lot better and also this is just another one which I'm sure a lot of you do but I know that I kind of get not great about is like washing your sheets like I don't really I sleep with like literally a throw blanket like I sleep on top of like all my sheets and a throw blanket but even so like make sure you clean just like clean out your whole bed and your mattress and you if you can and like all your pillowcases your pillows all that just as a fresh thing okay that's about all I have for at least my ideas of brainstorming physical things to kind of declutter my life and now I'm going to talk to a little bit more of the juicy stuff which is emotionally decluttering during this wonderful month of December I did not know why I just said it like that. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, I'm going to stop laughing for a minute because this is actually not that funny of a topic. But it is an important one. And that is taking a moment to think about relationships in your life. Now, this could be platonic relationships, romantic relationships. This could be like past like it ended this year or this could be current relationships that you're in um or in trauma around that or maybe this is like things that you're healing from or like you know mentally you claim that you're over these relationships once again I say relationships and I it sounds as if I'm like referring to solely romantic ones but I'm not I'm referring to friendships Family relationships, all of those things, okay? So when I say relationships, it's the broad umbrella, okay? I just feel like I had to clarify that. But are there difficult conversations or trauma that you have been avoiding trying to heal from? And that is probably where you're supposed to pause and think about and reflect. Or you can, like, go back to it and think about later. But maybe write some of these things down if you have the chance. In my opinion, this is a wonderful time in December to bring all those things and those thoughts to the surface because the faster you can recognize feelings that you maybe have been suppressing and all of that the faster you can try and work with yourself on moving on and accepting and healing from those things so that hopefully come January 
you feel a lot lighter, like you've lifted off some some of those weights. And and by no means am I trying to put a a deadline on healing because that is a hundred percent not what I'm trying to do. Because some things you will just always carry with you and things will always be hurtful or traumatizing and things like that. Totally understandable. But I think some things, you know, by bringing those things up to the surface can be a little bit of a weight lift even just by recognizing that you feel some sorts of ways. And I hope you can agree with that. So the first step would be either journaling. If you have a journal, recommend that. That will be another podcast about journaling. God, so many ideas come up in, like while I talk about these things. Which, this is going to be a time for a little side note. Sorry. If you haven't learned anything about me, my thoughts are very scattered. And <laughs> I realize, I don't know, this is beside the point for a moment. But I want to say, because I was thinking about my positivity podcast that I made... And so many things come up after that it's like, wow, I really wish I included that. So I want to remind you all that obviously this is not all of the answers or like ways that I feel. Although I try to like brought like brainstorm these things for a couple of days and write my ideas down to share. There's always things that like come up after. And I'm sure like in this one, there's going to be th- ideas that I have. So just remember that this is not the end all be all of thoughts and ideas that I have on any of these topics, but I hope I can share as much as I can with you, and I'm sure, like, there will be another positivity podcast that I make, like, I'm just sure of it, so that's just a side note. I don't want you to ever think that I, like, included all of my thoughts and ideas, because I don't know. Some things come up later, but I don't even know if this made sense as a little side note, but sorry. We're gonna get back to the main, the main course, if you will. (laughs) Anyways, what I was saying was before was um, you should journal if you have a journal or just even in your notes app, like just take a few minutes and like write things down that like maybe you've try- been trying to avoid. Like are there things that you're still holding on to or things that you maybe want closure on that you haven't gotten closure on or maybe some trauma that you haven't really taken the time to unpack a little bit and that takes a lot of self-awareness to like consider all of those things but if you just take like five or ten minutes just even consider some feelings that maybe you haven't even like given them the chance giving yourself the chance to think about I think that's really an important first step um the second step would be to write those things down and then consider whether you want to keep those things to yourself or maybe talk to someone about it for me I'm very I like to think I'm very self-aware and I am very emotionally intelligent. And sometimes because of this, I think that I can solve all my own problems, which is 100% not the case. For as emotionally intelligent as I claim to be, I cannot solve my own problems. And I have really especially recently found that talking out some of these traumas that I have... (laughs) Sorry, it's not funny. I laugh as coping mechanism, which I'm sure you also relate to, but, um, talking to people and just, like, like, talking about your traumas or maybe hard experiences that you've been through that you're trying to, like, heal from is so overwhelmingly helpful. I mean, just the other day, I talked with a friend about just a lot of, I guess, past relationship trauma that I have been trying to work through and 
give myself grace for. And it felt so good to finally, like, talk about things that I hadn't really shared with anyone before because I felt very validated in this conversation. And, like, you're not just alone in your feelings or you're not just crazy for feeling some ways. And I think that's really an an important piece of learning to trust and share with some things with others and make sure that whoever you choose to share with is someone that you do trust and is like comfortable to you and won't go you know sharing all that if you don't want any of that information to get out but learning to have like sit down with someone and be like hey I really trust you with this and I think it's going to be helpful for me to just talk through some of these things that can be insanely healing and helpful So just remember when you're like thinking about maybe these hard feelings that you're working through or having, remember that as hard as they are, then you keeping them around is costing you your peace of trying to heal and not move on because some things you can never fully move on from and they will always affect you in your present state, but the constant worry or thoughts of some of these things are costing you your peace, which my goal for myself and for all of you is that you can, that we can all go into 2023 with so much more peace than maybe we've ever had before. And some of these topics or feelings that we have not talked about or you haven't given them the chance to feel or to try and work through, that is costing you your peace. So... The next thing, this is probably going to be like one of the harder things to think about. Um, And that is think about the people in your life right now. Both people that you choose to have in your life, which includes friends, um, teammates that you hang around, etc. But also the not chosen people. And those are people like your family. Like you can't choose, you can choose your family, but you can't choose your like biological family, if you know what I'm saying. And I want you to, like, this month reflect a lot on the people in your life. Are the chosen people in your life surrounding you with love and support towards your goals? Are these people allowing you to grow and to be your best self? How do these people make you feel on a daily, on a weekly, monthly basis? Do you find yourself having conflict with these people Often? Not often? Do these people add more to your life or seem to take away from it? If you picture your ultimate best self, the ultimate person of who you want to be, would those people almost be on your level supporting you? Are there maybe some conversations that need to be had with these people, but maybe you find yourself maybe afraid of outcomes of those conversations? I think the ultimate question is, are these people surrounding you with love and support? And do they support you in your goals to be your best self in whatever forms of life that in any way that may look like? The hardest thing when like asking these questions about the people in your life is that you're comfortable You might be comfortable in the relationships that you have with friends, romantic people, family members in your life. And from my personal experience, 
in this year as a whole, the hardest thing is remaining comfortable. And I mean that literally. As hard as it is to maybe have tough conversations or I don't want to say drop people from your life, but move on a little bit into the next stage of your life without maybe some said people. That is hard, but the hardest thing looking back was remaining comfortable in that familiarity almost. Okay, I don't know if that really makes sense, but you can be comfortable with those around you you know maybe they're not the healthiest or best for you maybe they cost you your peace a lot of the time but it is harder to stay there in that little like stagnant area of friendship or relationship than it is to have those difficult conversations with those people and try and continue on with your life and for me I think what I've learned the most is you have to finally recognize your worth and you have to know deep down there's a line where you help people and you're sacrificing for people to hopefully help them live their best lives but also that weighs on you and trying in your efforts to try to live your best life and further maybe you give in to a lot of the ways of people around you that maybe don't they aren't aligned with their goals as much as you are and maybe you fall into that cycle or pattern that you recognize probably isn't the best for you but you know you give in a little bit anyways um same thing you have to have that hard conversation with yourself like is surrounding myself with these people really helping me be on the right track to try and be my best I hope this is relatable to some of you guys listening because I know this has been something I really struggled with this year um, as a whole and I hope listening to this you can try and if you don't have an ultimate goal for yourself maybe you start to try and form one and if you do you can hopefully relate to this and trying to reflect on the people you surround yourself with and whether you know that's aligning with you and your goals. If none of that was of any relation to you, then I'm sorry for wasting like 10 minutes of your time listening to this. (laughs) But maybe it does spark some thought or conversation or thoughts about you and do you have goals for your life or yourself. Ultimately, I hope you guys can all consider um, protecting your peace and recognizing what's worth it for you to try and help others with and sacrifice for But also, don't do that at the expense of yourself. Which is a lesson that I have really hard, had a hard time learning because I am kind of a people pleaser and kind of a I will do anything for you because you mean a lot to me. Um, But there's a line that has been hard for me to learn about giving your best for others, but also you've got to know when to put yourself first sometimes. And so I hope you can reflect on that even that just statement as a general statement like put yourself first as hard as that may be sometimes or you feel like a bad person for setting boundaries or putting yourself first it is most important you are living your life for you it's your life for you so remember that put yourself first 
even if it feels wrong because you are normally someone who puts others before you, try something this month of putting yourself first a little bit. Learning to say no, learning to put your guard up a little bit to protect your peace. And I think it's really life-changing. And you can find a balance. Then you'll start to find a balance of helping others, but also making sure that you can protect yourself. The last part of this podcast kind of aligns with the emotionally decluttering December, and that's mentally decluttering. I'll probably get into this another time, but make sure you're journaling a little bit and really reflecting on the year. Take some time this month, whenever that is convenient for you, to reflect on the year, what you've learned, good and bad things that you've taken away, good and bad people maybe that have come and gone this year. Or obviously also good people that have just come into your life that you want to keep around going into the next year. This year has really been a lot and I think you should also take some time to... I'm trying to pick up meditation. Greg has, you know, got me on five minutes of deep breathing a day right now. (laughs) And so I think that's also really given me a little bit of mental clarity. So I can encourage you guys to try some... a little bit of meditation every once in a while if you get yourself to do that. But also this mental part goes with self-care, which is make sure you're getting sleep and fueling your body and eating as many good meals as you can and taking care of your health, (laughs) which is something I've been trying to do a lot, but I am still here with my ears hurting and my cough going, but that's okay. I'm taking it a day at a time. So I think the more you can take it, take those little self-care steps, the more mentally you will also flourish in this month. And as always, surround yourself with good people, people that make you happy, you can make good memories with. It's sad for me right now to think about this being like my last Christmas and like last childhood winter in Colorado. And so with that being said, I encourage all of you to push through these last final weeks of school, if this applies to you as students, push through these last weeks and then really take your break to enjoy your break and enjoy it with people that you love and that people, with people that make you happy and make you laugh. Go ice skating, do the fun things that you want to do, eat some cookies. I can't wait for junior nationals to be done because I have a long list of things that I am so excited to eat (laughs) that I have been saying no to for the past couple months. So I encourage all of you to really treat yourself this holiday season. Enjoy it because time flies, obviously, as we're already closing up 2022. And so keep that in mind. Time really does fly. So for all my youngies listening to this, I know high school and all this can be hard at times. Please enjoy it. As hard as it is, please enjoy it. And I hope you can take all of this advice now and start earlier at surrounding yourself with people that are going to bring you up and trying to have a positive mindset and trying to enjoy life. Because these are all things that, you know, I really struggled with for the past two years of my life. And they don't feel wasted because I'm here now, but just things to consider. So happy holiday season. I think that's about all I want to leave you with today. Um, To recap, happy declutter December. 
I will be decluttering my life physically, emotionally, and mentally the best I can so that I can be my happiest and most peaceful self going into 2023. And physically, that means a lot of cleaning out and decluttering physically, throwing things away. Emotionally, that means talking to people about maybe some traumas and negative experiences that I'm holding on to. And mentally, that looks like really trying to put my self-care first and take care of myself and take some time this month to surround myself with quality people and do quality things as well as enjoy my final childhood holiday season, which is so sad to say, but also so exciting. All right, I think that's all I have for you today. I hope you're having a wonderful beginning to December. I want you all to keep being positive and take this month to reflect on the year, reflect on the person that you've become and the lifestyle that you currently lead, how you can maybe change that for the better. And if that means having some hard conversations with people in your life, I encourage you to have those because you will walk out on the other side as a better person and more aligned with your goals. And ultimately, it's your life that you're living for yourself. And remember, you have the power to make any of these changes about your life. You have the power. It's your life for you. So you can make any decisions that you want to make with it. So remember that. It's your life for you, not for anyone else. And the faster you learn that and can apply that to making your own decisions with your life, the happier life you're going to lead. So thank you so much for listening through this today. Sorry it's a lot longer than the other ones have been, but I hope you've found some value in some of the things I've had to say and at least given you some thought and reflection on your life and your year. I love all of you listening. I hope you're having a great month so far. I hope you remember that you're already enough and you're already everything. And keep being kind, keep being positive, and I love you. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.